Life is going to give you challenges, struggles. It's going to force you to face your fears. Even though these may feel like your worst enemy, in truth, these are actually your greatest allies. My name is Lance Isios. Welcome to the University of Adversity. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to University of Adversity. Today's guest, her name is Jennifer Watson. She's the owner of Jennifer Watson Leadership. She's a dynamic speaker and coach with a gift for intuitive and visionary coaching. She's an expert in wellness and leadership development, identity and mental edge enhancement, high performance, post-trauma growth, movement and change adaptation, and soul-aligned living mastery. Incorporating her expertise along with her athletic gifts as a former collegiate athlete and All-American, she has had the honor to share her message on the TEDx stage, NBC, Fox Radio, Top Summit, and podcasts. With 20 years of experience in her business and leadership management, wellness advocacy, she inspires those to unleash their potential and performance in all areas of their life. So today's conversation, we dove into talking about the power of understanding how to actually figure out what your purpose is and how to distinguish between the ego and self and, and your heart and being and how to really figure out if you are living your actual truth, if you're actually living the purpose that you are. And specifically, if you aren't or if you're curious on how how to make that happen, how to fundamentally start from scratch and figure out what that looks like. This is, this is super powerful if you're maybe on a crossroads and you don't really, you're kind of confused, you feel out of alignment, you feel off, you don't feel focused, this episode could help you out. We also talk about the crazy world that's going on with this pandemic. I haven't talked about it as much, but I'm going to be talking about it a little bit more. I really want to hear people's opinions. You know, we've had two years, you guys, to, with this stuff. And it's time to start critical thinking. It's time to start asking questions. If you haven't already, there's no better time than now. And I think it's really, really important for ourselves as being, as humans, to really start stepping into asking questions and being curious. Does this feel right to me? Asking that. Is this true to me or is this someone else's story? So today's conversation was great and I know you'll enjoy it. Today's episode is brought to you by the Warrior Embodiment Course. It's 47 bucks. How to embody the true warrior spirit in all of our hearts, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a business owner, whether you're in any profession. This course is designed to really help you tap in, unlock, tap in, and really embody that true warrior ethos, that warrior essence that we all have within us that has been passed around from our ancestors. And it's really important to really break it down into the fundamentals and the steps on what that looks like. And I have my course breaks it all down for you. So really encourage you guys to, if you want, go check that out. It's 47 bucks. It's going to be going up in price. We're going to be adding it and beefing it up for my book that's coming out at the end of May. So get that now. Highly recommend it if you need a little bit of tweak in your life. You want a, a little bit more awareness, develop some better habits. Highly recommend checking it out. Also, everything that Jennifer and I talk about 
And anything that she's got going on is going to be in the show notes, as you guys know, in the show description. And I highly recommend checking her out. She works with some very high performers and she helps them get better at what they do. So enjoy the episode. Jennifer Watson coming right up. And here we are. We're back. Jennifer, welcome to University of Adversity. It's good to see you again. How are you? I am doing fabulous. I'm so excited for 2022. Great energy, and I'm honored to be here on your show and serve your community, Lance. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm excited to have you. And we, when, I think we chatted last, let's see, well, it was definitely before I moved to Mexico at the end of October. Was it, when did we chat? Probably September, I would say. Yeah, September. I think, you know, the cool thing is, and I know all you listeners probably get this, we draw like draws like, and yeah. I've known about you for probably over a year. So we've connected in a lot of ways through amazing people, connected at different summits together virtually. And we just started really connecting this last fall. And when you get people that are similar in vision and mission, even if they're bringing their unique entity to give their gifts to the world, there's a lot of power that can be created. So I love Lance. I know all of you love him too. So I'm so glad I'm here and able to contribute to your community. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, we, we, it's interesting seeing the people we have in common, you know, even on social media and you're like, you see somebody in a post, you're like, oh, I didn't know they knew them. It's, it's kind of right. interesting. So <clears throat> where I'd love to start is, you know, just kind of giving people a little bit of background about you and, you know, it's always interesting how people get into this world of, you know, personal growth, transformation, healing, all of it. And I would love if you could just give us a little bit of a backstory about what that looked like for you. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I love this question because every time someone asks me, I feel like there's a different part that needs to be brought up, you know, and no matter how much I say my journey, it really empowers me. And I find that it really helps empower others. And my journey, you know, I've, I've been so blessed, Lance, and just like anyone, I've had adversity. I've had problems in my life where I felt like there was a hurdle that I had to transcend, but it's brought me to this such amazing journey to go to the next journey, to the next journey and really empower myself and people in beautiful ways. And mine actually started at a very young age. I was always a little bit different, very introspective, introvert, intuitive, empathic. You know, as a kid, I didn't know how to always digest all that. I didn't really realize a lot of those things, especially being an intuit and an empath, really superpowers, but because it also brought in emotions I wasn't really ready for. So from a very young age, I actually struggled with depression, more so than anxiety, but depression, even though I started becoming highly successful, quote unquote, you guys, at an early age. And I mean, from the things that you might see, you know, from I was a high level athlete, I was a good student, I had the popular kid friends, you know, went on into my later life of owning businesses and seeing the quote successes, but it continued to linger. My wellness and my journey toward wellness really was in mental wellness and ultimately why I got into my first line of work as an integrative physical therapist. When I started realizing wellness was more than physical, go figure, right? It was emotional, it was spiritual and mental. And as I began my journey in personal development, again, at a very young age, I really started realizing how powerful it was to tap into those other areas of wellness. And I started to use that gift of what I could really bring to the world through my own healing 
as a physical therapist. So I've worked with high-level athletes to military PTSD, to cancer, to everything in between, utilizing this mind-body-soul work that I had to use for my own journey. It was really, really powerful. And now I get to now transition that journey into being a coach, being a speaker. I was led to create impact in a different way. And I felt like the coaching, the coaching world was a little limited on what they were bringing to the table in wellness, in particular, mental, emotional wellness, as well as leadership is where I've gone as well, just because I've led a lot of teams. I've been a natural leader. I've been able to pull my story of mental wellness into leading more effectively. So I believe leadership and wellness can be a challenge that can be taught in a more powerful way for all the people out there that want to create change. And my story, I believe, is just a beautiful story of showing that just like all of us have our story. So at this point in my life, I love to work with people that are high performers, probably perfectionists, people pleasers. I'm recovering one. Okay. But a lot of people that are drowned in my work want to create impact, but are seeing some of these areas in mental wellness, struggling in leadership. And I want to see them expand. And that's what my purpose currently is, is really to bring to the forefront the truth and big, powerful dominoes that can shift the barometer more effectively in your overall wellness and your leadership. And that's my current passion. But my story truly through the adversity of learning into wellness for myself is what brought me to where I'm at today. And I'm so proud of that. <laughs> Love it. What do you see as being, what do you see as being the biggest struggle that the people you work with are facing? You know, it's really interesting, Lance. I actually believe, you know, I, in the last couple of years, I know all of us have seen some different things come up. And I do believe some of the core things that people were, were really feeling prior to the last 24 months to now are there. But I do see some unique things that are happening to the people that I am working with more than ever that are creating this resistance to the adversities that they have coming not only in their business, but externally as well. And the number one thing I'm seeing all leaders across the board is this, they're having a true identity crisis. And that identity crisis is coming from that they're really revamping kind of who am I at my core? What do I believe? What do I want to bring to the world? And how do I need to be congruent in it? What's happening, a lot of these leaders are not staying congruent with that for a variety of reasons, which we can go into, whether it be we don't want to go into conflict or have tough conversations or be rejected. You know, that's a big core human, you know, value that we all have. But what's happening is our brain doesn't know who's captaining the ship. <laughs> the brain is not knowing. It's like, well, you're saying you believe this, but then you're doing this. And how leaders really get congruent with staying in their identity, staying in their truth, and still creating a safe space for others to do the same is a dance. And that's where I had found mm -hmm. the the block has been for a lot of my leaders is this, I'll call it the identity crisis of not staying true, congruent, and another name for that is integrity with who you are. And yes, it's affecting their business, affecting their health, their money, all of that. It's turmoil. It, you know, they're like, I'm constantly emotionally anxiety. I'm like, that's because your body's trying to constantly regulate itself. The nervous system is constantly regulating itself because it's like, who do I believe? Where am I going? Hence, no anchor. So you can do all the strategies in the world, Lance, even some of, you know, meditation, you know, breath work, soul, you know, releases, core releases, blah, blah, blah. But if then you aren't taking the next step in doing actions daily that are aligned, even if they're hard, you're back to square one. So all my high performers are like, Jen, I'm doing 
everything you're saying, but I'm still feeling so out of it, so not anchored. And we look at what they're doing during the day and I'm challenging them on that. It's important. You know, you have to get super clear on who you are, what your deeper purpose is, what are your core values, what are your core beliefs, what are your do or dies, Lance, and that does develop your identity. When that is anchored, then all this noise, adversity, whether it be from your business or the things going on, you are so immovable. It doesn't mean that you're not open to other people's opinions and you're creating safety for them to dialogue about it, but you have to create congruency here. Side note. People, by the way, are drawn to a person that is in their truth and integrity, whether they agree with them or not. You know how many tough conversations I've had with people that completely disagree with me and it's a safe environment to get business done. Why? They're like, I don't know why, Jennifer, but I'm drawn to you. I don't agree with you, but I'm drawn to you. And I'm like, because I'm staying integrity. I'm staying in who I am. And it's such a simple thing we talk about all the time, Lance, but it is truth and how I can get a leader to continue to create congruency in that is so key. So that is a long answer to your question, but we have to go back to finding out who we are, our true identity now, get rid of the weeds, figure out what that is. And we have to stay in integrity with it. And when we do, our brain starts trusting us again, starts not having to always regulate itself and actually get the stuff you want to get done that day. Then you start creating healthy boundaries Then you start being consistent in your actions. So for me, we have to make sure that that leader's really finding what that is and then staying integrity with it. And then from there, I do believe a lot of this adversity that comes up is, is nothing. It, it's just a, a little bump in the road. You're going to continue to anchor to who you are. You become unstoppable. So it's best to get super clear on your intentions and who you want to be and then kind of work backwards, right? Yeah. You said, so you kind of like figure out who you want to be what habits align with that and make sure that you show up daily in alignment because you're right you can't you can't have this vision and these intentions but not follow it up with actual aligned action right it's just like to me it's just like when we goal set why do we goal set then we make the steps backwards what we have to do to get there right that's how we do it. You guys, before goals, you got to be super clear on your vision and your, your purpose. You have to be super clear on that. And what are your, again, do or dies, like your non-negotiables around that, okay? Because then you create all the steps needed to stay in alignment with that deeper purpose. If you're like, I believe everything, I don't care, whatever goes, goes, like that we all know that's BS. You guys, you do believe in something. It's just stepping in, in faith in that. This is no different than goal setting. And you guys, guess what? All the goal setting you have for this year, if you are not clear on your vision and your purpose, the goals will go nowhere. Your vision and purpose is what lights you freaking up. You know this, you know, think about this, Lance. When you talk about what your deeper purpose is, it lights you the F up. You get expansive. You, you just get so excited. You can feel that I can feel the energy from you, right? When I talk about what my deeper purpose is, it freaking lights me up. It could be about basket weeding and you would be like, I steal her energy because she's so into it. And guess where your deeper purpose, your deeper impact, your deeper legacy, however you want to call it, you guys, it comes from your identity because part of your identity is your morals, your values, what you're bringing to this world. What do you feel you were supposed to be brought to this world for? 
And you guys, that doesn't mean you don't dance with it as we go through different things and we un- unleash other parts of us and old wounds and saran wrap. We start going, oh, I actually want to do this. It doesn't mean that the path doesn't shift a little bit. But that's why I'm constantly looking back every few months. Like, am I on target with where I want to be with my deeper purpose, with my deeper impact? Mm. That's so important, you guys. It's your anchor to your ship. Intuition can't work off that. Leadership can't work off that unless you are anchored in. I have a lot of people that are intuitive, but if they get have identity crisis, what we just talked about, they're all over the place. Their intuition can't bring in people, place, things if you're anchored. So right. Get the strategies, forget the intuition at first until we really pull this in. A lot of people, Lance, are purging, right? The last couple of years, we've seen so many people become aware, right? It's awesome. And they're getting tools to help heal that and regulate the nervous system. But the stuff they're not taking next is now activating their identity, their purpose, no matter how hard it is, growing a set and stepping into action, okay? And we do teach that in our program to kind of take it now. From now you're aware, you've cleared the clutter, you've healed yourself, you're starting to heal yourself. You're not all fully healed ever. If always reinventing yourself, but moving into the space now that you can be intuitive. You can make hard decisions that stick in alignment with who you are. There's a way of doing that. There's a strategy of doing that. And that's where my new love is with a lot of people. People are very aware that's, that's the next step they need to make. They just don't know how to do it. <laughs> how, how does somebody know what their truth is? Like, how does somebody know that they are integrity with yeah. their highest self or who they're supposed to be? Because there's a lot of noises out there. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of influences and it's easy for people to live someone else's story right you're either in your own truth or you're living someone else's story so how does somebody how does somebody get clear on what their true purpose is and how do they know if they're actually doing the thing that they should be doing versus doing it because they've been told to do something like how does somebody break that down And then, you know, so that they even know how to write down the values and, and because they may think their values are one thing, but maybe they didn't really get clear and, and solidify what their real purpose is. So can you break that down for people? Because this is something even, you know, that I go through too, is as, as I evolve, things change. But certain things don't, but certain things do. And I guess figuring that out from the beginning can really save you a lot of time. So if you could walk us through that, that'd be amazing. I would love to. It is such a great question. You know, I teach a lot of different levels of this in my coaching program. But you guys, these are two tools that I'm giving to you for free because they're that powerful. So really listen up here. There's two big things I encourage people to do. First and foremost, the pre-principle here, your body doesn't lie. It never, never lies. It never lies. I really want you guys to get that. It never lies to you. Okay. Second thing, all of you that are getting into being aware of what you want, being aware of wounds, being aware of blocks, being aware of behaviors that are not congruent with who you are, right? When you're stepping in that awareness, all of us have emotions that come up. And I'm going to call them, for lack of better words, good or bad feelings, good or bad emotions, okay? I don't care if you're 
doing an email to a friend, having a tough conversation with someone, making a big decision in your business, making a big decision in your personal life, making a small decision. You guys, what it takes is practice. When you make a decision or about to make a decision, you always tap into your body. What am I feeling? Where am I feeling it? What am I feeling? Where am I feeling it? Okay. Is it, and I'll make an example. Is it low frequency type of feelings? Okay. Anxiousness, depression, hypervigilance, panicky, sweaty. You're feeling just almost like not expansive, but kind of in crouch. Like you just want to kind of hide. You're feeling scattered. You're feeling brain fog. You're hopping all over the place. You can't focus. Like these are all examples, you guys, of your body manifesting itself in a way and saying, this is not aligned. Okay. That's a very basic way of doing it. The other, other, obviously the flip point of that is I feel so expansive. I feel so clear. I feel, I don't know why totally congruent, anchored. Like this is a definite yes, Jennifer. I feel light. I feel creative. All, all these different things. Emotions, you guys, guide our behaviors. Okay. Emotions guide our behaviors. So, and they should. <laughs> like this is good for me. This is not so good for me, which by the way, this is not about good and bad. This is not about a person coming into your world that's good or bad or thought process that's good or bad. Your body is saying, I do like this. I don't like this. It's no different than putting your food in your house. I'm allergic to gluten. <laughs> like my body doesn't like it. Okay. It tells me a lot of different ways. Not just physically, I get crazy in my head. To be honest, I'm crazy on gluten. Yeah, I do. I, I hear you. Yeah. I, I do. So really understand, you guys, it's true. Your body never lies. It's a genius. It's the most, mm -hmm. it's the most powerful genius machine ever made. Every side note, any inventor that you definitely praise and think is genius, like Albert Einstein, the Wright brothers, guess where they started origination of their machines, looking at the human body. Look at their backstories. You know why? Because we're genius. Your body is genius. It will tell you. So start with understanding it doesn't lie. Whatever situation, practice it. Just practice like, I'm not feeling good. I'm feeling great. Why? Let me tap into what I'm feeling. Then you start getting clear. Like, I like those type of people. I like those type of environments. I like those type of places. I like those type of things. And then you can start writing your truth. Your vow is like, okay, I seem to really value integrity. I value hard work. I value family. I value connection. You have to start with the emotion. Your body doesn't lie. It dictates everything. Good or bad, you will do behavior that is aligned with that. And if you don't regulate, which is the part that people have been doing, that negative emotion, you go back to the negative behavior. But what we're at right now is people are getting, okay, this negative feeling is probably not in alignment with where I want to go, but it is telling me something. So I'm not going to shame it. <laughs> what can give me higher frequency? You start playing. You guys play with it. Put yourself in different environments. Talk to different people. I've worked with different people that I'm like, they're good people, but they are not my people. And you just start getting so good at it. You start doing this. So that's the first thing. Trust your body and what it's telling you. And you guys, there's things that we go into deeper. Like, what about when I'm anxious to give a speech and I still feel anxiety? <laughs> so that fear-based versus your truth-based, there's levels to that because they can come off similar at first when really it's something that your body's just excited about versus anxiety. But that's a side note. Just yeah. start eyes with the emotion. The second thing, it's a big one. We are either making decisions in our being or ego, period. Yeah. Period. You guys, it's that simple. Being or ego. Our ego is never telling us the truth. 
ever, 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 ever. Okay. Our ego is based in the past or the future. It is about being superior or inferior. It's about being safe. Okay. It's never telling us the truth. And the way that you can tell if you're in your ego or actually being in your being like, this is expanding me, the fullest expression of me, what I'm supposed to be doing today, tomorrow, the next day, is you ask, I call it the seven levels deep why. Why am I doing this? Why do I want to do this? You get to the answer very quickly. You get to a wound, you get to your ego, or you get to, no, this is the fullest expression of me. This is why I'm doing it. Great example. I really want to work with this person. I really need the money though, but I don't know if there's a really good vibe here. Well, why do I want to work with I just need the money. Well, why do you need the money? Because I just feel scarcity about that. And I just really, do you see what I'm saying? That's more ego-based versus I really want to work with this person. I have such good connection with them. I feel the expansion. Why do I want to work with them? I just like her. Why do you like her? Because I can tell, I can reflect in the mirror and make her be more of who she wants to be. And that makes me feel more expression of myself. Boom. That's in your being. Does that, and you, when you're talking it through, you can then feel the emotions again. I really believe that if we separate that, I believe, honestly, the state that we've been in for several years, I mean, Eckhart Tolle was brilliant. He was a man before his times. He categorized a lot of, in the same way I'm categorizing, of being versus ego. If you really are willing to sit with the, the feeling, the yuck or the good, you figure out very quickly what your motives are. <laughs> Is it to be better than someone? Is it to be less than someone victimhood? Is it to be only safe? Is it in scarcity? Is it in wound? Is it, that's ego. <laughs> is it in your being? Like I'm taking a chance on me. I feel really fully expressed in this moment. You guys, you ask that, that question, just be hard, you know, be honest with yourself, take ownership on that. Mm. And every time that I've answered in the ego versus the being, I learn. And if I answer the being, you guys don't shame it if you choose one or the other but it'll get you more clear. It'll get you more clear. We as humans do need polarity. You have to practice this, okay? Until we refine it and where we start choosing more in the being. That's the state we're in. That's truly the state we're in. And in, in when we realize our, we're guided by our emotions, our body's brilliant. It's gonna tell you what you need and don't need, Lance. Mm -hmm. And then we really look at the decision we're about to make. Is it ego-based or really what's gonna make us better? which is going to be making the world better, right? When we're fully expressing ourselves, which it's that simple and ask that seven levels deep. Why? Like really sit with it. Like, why am I doing this? I've done that many times and I've just gotten better at it. I'm like, nope, that's ego. No, this is being like, this is where I'm. I've said no more than I say yes ever before. And we talk about this, the top 10 things that leaders do. That is one of them. Is they yeah. find them saying no more than yes, because being in their being, like I said, the social media that say yes to everything, the FOMO, that's ego. Be better. Do more. So what did you say? What did you say that you need a healthy balance of that though? Because the ego is going to drive you. Yeah. Right. This is an interesting topic, and I'm glad we're bringing it up because, yeah, you're right. It's either the ego is kind of it's 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 your identity. It's trying to protect you. It's trying to, yeah. But wouldn't you say that <clears throat> anything that drives us for success or to be great is coming from the ego so yeah. would you would you agree that you need that drive because otherwise we would just be like oh well whatever who cares you know let's just float around right so but like i feel like this is just for me because i've unpacked this myself is having that that decision like the truth that the, this is something that 
is from my heart. This is like, this is from my intuition. This is my truth. But at the same time, I need, I, these are the things that I want to achieve in life. Right. And, and I'm, I, and these are the goals. And wouldn't you say that's, that's from the ego. So would you agree with that, that there's got to be that combination for us to really. I love, I love this conversation. It's, it's, it's so important that we have it. Yeah. You guys, our wounds are not bad parts of us. They're actually our greatest superpower. Our ego is part of our human experience. What I challenge on people on is that when you pull out of the ego into the being, the paradox is you know when to pull in and out of the ego. Mm. What's happened in our world, I want you guys to really listen up, is just like Americans do, we go high and right on everything. We've extremified the, the ego to the point that we've demasculated men, we've defeminized women, it's all about do, do, do in the future, go, 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 never being in who we actually are. No one knows who they are. No one knows who they are. And it goes back to our original conversation. And that's why I will say this in this order. You guys can figure out who the heck you are. Because honestly, you're pretty fucking brilliant. I don't know if I can say that. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. You guys, you're brilliant. You're here for a reason. You have a unique genetic blueprint to do the work. I'm an identical twin and I am completely different in what I'm bringing the legacy to the table. Figure the outfit out, okay? Do the work on that before your sales page, before whatever you want to do, okay? Next is start playing with your emotions. Yes or no, start playing with being more in your being, not your ego. And guess what? Your ego can then take off in a profound way and you can do the dance between the two. We spend so much time in our ego. Like I said, for women, all I see right now is they're like, be the man, get it done, blast bitch, blah, blah, blah. I don't agree with that. I, I think it, it's creating this like anti-man, anti-anti, you guys also is a word that creates resistance to negative vibration to it. Mm-hmm. Be very careful about how you word things, you know, even if you want to see things shift. I believe that men and women, again, I'm going on a side tangent, list balance each other out in beautiful ways. But because of egos and some of our own traumas that we've had as men and women in our society, we're demasculating men, defeminizing women, and not allowing our fullest expression of feminine in leadership role, more masculine with men in their in their role, and then being the being to then tap into the ego because we all have to do that. Mm-hmm. You guys, but it has to start with your being. For me, being my being is tapping into more of my feminine side. That's my superpower. And by the way, you guys, whatever that is, you figure that out. Same thing with men, tapping back into your masculine. We have to be able to express that way so we can create this balance for each other in leadership, but also what we're bringing to the world when we need to tap into our ego. It's become dysfunctional. It's become not something we need to hate. Be aware of it. I call mine Myrtle. <laughs> I call my ego real to be funny about it, Lance, because when I know it's telling me something that I shouldn't be in, I'm feeling low I'm like, I hear you, some old wounds, some I have to be better than, I have to give my resume or whatever it's telling me. And when I get back in my being, I can get centered, stand in my feminine, really get intuitive and go, okay, now it's time for me to get shit done. I'm going to get into my ego for a little bit. Then I'm going to pull back into this moment. It's just like social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, there's beauty in social media. I've met so many people, but you got it. Like you said, we got to pull out, get back into our being, then get back on social. Then we connect with people. We, we, it's our ego that sometimes drives 
our need to be better FOMO effect, right? Of like, I have to do this and this to be with, keep up with the Joneses. There is beauty in the ego. What we've done is we've distorted it and we spend too much time in it. It's affected us women leaders horrifically. <laughs> it just has in men horrifically. And we are feeling we, me, women have to be masculine. We, we say that we're, oh, we're getting past it. No, we're not. I still see you still have in men being need to be more feminine. I'm like you guys, there's not right. We have feminine and, and masculine in us, but mm -hmm. knowing what your being is, what that is, what that looks like to you, creates the best version of me, creates the best version of you. I get to be my being, tap into the ego when I need to in a healthy way. You get to be in your being and we do this beautiful dance together. Understand that you guys, our body is telling us something. Feel emotions, decide from a space of being when you need to tap into your masculine or feminine. Decide from a space of being whether you need to be an ego or just being a being. Because there is beauty in both. But I've seen extremity of e ego distortion and we need to get pulled that back. And people like the word balance. I like the word balance. I actually believe in balance. If you want to call it, call it harmony, but I guess we have to redefine what that means. To me, it doesn't mean lack of tension lack of polarity, lack of up and downs, lack of adversity that you talk about, Lance. Adversity is not good or bad. It's never good or bad. It's just the ebb and flow of life, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So to me, I'm just learning to regulate my nervous system during the ebb and flow of life. And that's just kind of a side tangent too. And when we do that, we can make a healthy balance between being and ego when we don't get triggered by adversity, whatever that looks like. And right. we just realize it's low. Right. I literally, I literally, and this is such a great example, Lance. I literally, I have a knee injury, I have a meniscus tear. And I'm a holistic practitioner. I've done everything to make it better. And it's still, I'm struggling. I can't run. I can't do things that provide joy. You guys, I'm human. I'm like getting like, oh, why is it not getting better? Adversity. It's a fiscal adversity. And it, God just came to me. He's like, why not? And I'm like, what do you mean? Why not? I dialogue with him all the time. And he said, this too shall pass. I'm like, yeah, I know. But he's like, no, look beyond the phrase. Look at the origin of the phrase. Do you know this too shall pass? Do you know what it actually comes from? Lance, it's an old story of where a king was really struggling with adversity and having peace and joy through the ups and downs. And he brought in a quote wise and said, I'll pay you anything. Tell me the key to living in peace during hard times. I will pay you anything. And the wise man said, you don't have enough money to pay me. So I'm going to give it to you as a gift if you stay compliant to it, basically. He's like, okay, what is it? And he gave him a ring and it said, this too shall pass. He said, I want you to read this out loud and look at it during good times and bad times. Because both will pass. It's not about good and bad. It's the flow of life. And when you can understand that, you're not attached to the bad. You're not attached to the good. You're just right. learning and growing. And I thought that was so profound because I was always like putting only the focus on the bad, right? Going back to this whole conversation we're having, that's all this is, is understanding the feelings, whether they're negative, understanding identity, whether they're negative, understanding the ego, whether it be just dancing with it, being willing to dance with that flow. Nothing is good or bad. It's just learning to be in that moment, be in the being and taking in the adversity, taking in the struggle. What should I decide here? And being in it. And then knowing when to step into action, knowing when to move into a different space. That to me, my friend, is you're fully expressing yourself. Your identity's there through the adversity journey. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I love that saying. Um, that, that brings back to when I sat with ayahuasca. That was the saying that 
I would tell myself why, when things got really, really challenging and I would go back to my breath and then it would pass. But like, that's the thing is that we are so conditioned to believe that because something's uncomfortable, it's bad and things that are really easy are good. Yeah. And the reality of it is, is that yes, we all love things to be easy and all of that. But when things are challenging is when we actually learn and grow. So if you can see that and you understand that before it happens, then when it hits you, you're going to be more ready for the experience and that, oh, here's a time to grow. This sucks, but let's, let's just understand this is, this is happening. And I know on the, I know what comes from the other side of this, cause we've been through this before. Right. And it's always getting to that equilibrium. It's like, don't get too high. Don't get too low. Cause it always balances out. And I think yeah. that's really important, right? Because <clears throat> there's always these ups and downs, especially if you're an entrepreneur or, you know, if you're on the path to growth and healing, there's going to be ups and downs. You know, you're going to think you have it all figured out. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh man. And that's okay. But it's that perspective on it. And it's not coming at it from a victim perspective. A lot of people are seeing things from this victim perspective and it just takes away their power, you know, and it's, it's super important. And I, I, I love that the way you put that. And I guess it takes me to my next thing I wanted to talk about with you. And that is what's going on in the world right now. You know, I start, you know, I talked about this a lot before in, when it started the pandemic and then I kind of stopped, but I think it's very important to talk about, you know, the last couple of years a little bit and just be like, you know, what have you observed? How, what has been the biggest challenge for you? as far as the last two years and how it's unfolded and where do you see the solution for us as a collective, as human beings to move forward through this? That, you know, I learned so much and that could probably be a whole nother podcast probably, but I see it myself and I, and I see it um, in others I've connected with and there has been such resistance and pain of seeking truth and speaking truth. Mm. I'm going to say that again. We all individually and collectively, personally, professionally, have had so much struggle seeking truth and speaking truth. And that comes from a variety of reasons, from wounds and old stories and what's going on in the world and all that. And, And we have such an innate need to be fully seen Lance, gosh, we have such an innate need, like our fullest self. And if we feel like we can't seek the truth or we're struggling on that, we can't more importantly speak it, it literally breaks our soul. It breaks our soul. And some of us, we had to go down that path of breaking it down to build it up. And we're, and I'm still seeing that whether you're a leader, a high performer, it doesn't matter. I'm still seeing that, that people still struggle, are struggling with seeking the truth, afraid of what they might find, right? And speaking the truth. And I've had my own journey with that. And 
I've always been a person that goes against the grain, questions everything. I've always been a natural leader. I've always tried to pave the path to make it easier for people to have a space to do this. Mm. And it has become a huge passion of mine in the last couple of years to heal the leaders and help them seek the truth and speak the truth so they can go out and share with others and get this message of truth out there. And there's a lot of different truths that we're talking about. And by doing that, what I've done in my own journey in the last two years is I've stood up. I've, I've had the shaming. I lost business. I have a PT practice. I lost pretty much half my business. I, by the way, I'm very being open about this. I didn't wear a mask at all in my clinic. That was my truth for two years. Good for you. And I connected with my, my clients on that and my staff. They said, if you don't believe in this, I'm just going to ask you to leave if you don't and follow your truth and not report me. And they did. <laughs> and I spent two years stepping into that and I didn't deviate from that. And I lost people. I got shamed. I got beat up social media, I, whatever. But I knew that I had to step. I felt God literally say to me, if you want to see other people seek truth and speak truth, you got to ante up, Jennifer. Yeah. You have to lean up in I lost PT business, but you know what? When I took a leap on that, and I really want you guys to hear me on this, when you seek the truth and you want to make that decision to speak it, oh my gosh, when you step in faith, it is the greatest high frequency asset you have. I stepped in faith, Lance, and I'm telling you, my coaching practice went up, my speaking gigs went up, God took care of me, the creator took care of me, okay? Step in faith, explore what you believe, what your truths are, and going back to your identity, right? Your purpose, explore that in a shamelessly reckless abandon, step into that. Draw people in like us that believe in your vision and story and get your community because that's the other thing. We're afraid of that, not being a part of something. Besides being seen, Lance, the second thing is we're dire afraid of losing our community. My question back to you is, do you want to be a part of a community that you don't even feel like you fit in? I don't put me in low frequency. I get nothing done. I'm like there's 8 billion almost people out there. Not everyone's going to be jamming with you. Yeah. And by the way, when you guys step and speak your truth, what did I say before in a loving, beautiful way, people are drawn to you. You create psychological safety in your team and your community that people can speak their truth and they're okay with having a conversation with you, not being afraid of rejection. People are drawn to that. I see that persuasion all the time. I've had so many great conversations by stepping into that with people that don't agree with me. And I'm not saying they change their minds or not, but I've been able to do that. And some did move into a space of kind of looking down the way that I believe. But no matter what, it starts with you. That is, there's probably my top 10 challenges. I've seen a lot of leaders in particular because I work with a lot of high-performing entrepreneurs and business leaders, but among all of them, number one. I'm so afraid of seeking truth and speaking truth, but I want nothing more than to be seen, Jennifer, and fully express myself to create impact. I want nothing more than to have this community of people that back me and that we rise together. I'm like, dude, we can do that. But yeah. it, takes, it takes this journey. You have to be willing to do it. You guys, you don't have to do what I did, but it starts with one hard conversation. It starts with yeah. time stepping in your truth, going to grocery store without a mask on, Wh whatever that is. And I'm not saying you agree with mask and mask. I'm just saying whatever your truth is, that you're stepping into it yeah. fully. Yeah. And I love that. And here's the thing. Okay. I'm going to say this straight up to everybody. You know, like we've had two years now. Okay. 
but it's over two years. Now let's all think about, we've had lots of opportunity to do research. We've had lots of opportunity to listen to different people. We've all done what we're supposed to do from the beginning and then, you know, whatever happened. So now we sit here and we say, all right, does, does this feel right to you? Does this feel right? What is going on? Like, let's really be honest with ourselves. And this isn't a conspiracy enough with that bullshit term, because you know what, let's really dig into why that is like this number one gaslighting. When you don't think for yourself and you just automatically call people conspiracy theorists, you got to ask yourself why. Right. Yes. And I'm sitting here and you talking about this masks and all this. Look, there's, there's been a ton of evidence saying they don't fucking work. Right. Okay. Like, let's be honest. It's a piece of cloth. You can, you, you know, you, this is like basic stuff that's been told for a while, whether you believe whether you're vax or not, it doesn't matter, but the direction of what's yeah. going on has to feel, has to feel something like you said, truth what does it where does it show up like what does it actually feel like to you and if you really believe that what has happened and going on is right well then i'm not here to argue with you about that and you know this is where i personally also wanted to step more into like speaking about this stuff because look i'm not here to speak from a place of fear but like i really i really believe now is a time where we need critical thinking it's critical. Yeah. And that comes from your heart. Yeah. You have to be able to say, this doesn't fucking feel right. So what do we do yeah. about it? And yeah. it starts with it, ourselves. It, right? What you just said, going back to what we said about feeling, because we were like, I don't know what to trust on Google or the right sources. And like I said, I mean, I can give you a bunch of stuff on, that's hard. I work with people from NASA and scientists. You guys, I've been a practitioner 20 plus years. I have yeah. plenty of information on vaccines and mass why they don't work. And actually, I'm seeing people right now with a lot of horribleness post-vaccination. And you know what? They're like, it's not feeling right. You've always made me feel safe to change my mind and come and get support by you. I'm like, yeah. awesome. Let's do this. So you guys, it's never too late to learn. It's not, again, ego. I was wrong. Let it go. Yeah, guys, totally. Get back into this. Yeah. If you're starting to not feel that things aren't right. And you're like, I don't know who to trust. It's still your genius. It's saying, you're right. It's not yeah. right. And start with that. And guess what happens when you say that to yourself? The universe goes, here is Lance. Here is Jennifer. You know, start getting information like, okay, your body doesn't lie. It goes back to what we've all been talking about. If you have no other tool, your body never lies. Start exploring things you believe. People, places, things. Dial in your purpose. Yeah. More resilient to adversity. makes you more creative at looking at options and things that actually make sense and things that don't. You guys... This is simple stuff we're giving you, but it's so profound. This is where I started in personal development. Half yeah. the stuff I give to my clients are like, this is it. I'm like, just trying to like, after a week, like, oh my gosh, this is the game changing. You guys yeah. do this. Trust your instinct. Trust your intuition. I teach a whole course on intuitive leadership. Yeah. It's your power source. Everybody has access to that. It is your truth saying yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. Stay away. Whatever. Start there. <laughs> and start yeah. the truth. Your truth. People are getting more side note, laryngitis, more cold congestion because there's such a block here right now. Energy I would work I do with my clients, we're releasing a lot here because there's so much fear around that. But when they actually speak their truth, like, oh my gosh, I feel so me, Jennifer. I'm like, I know. How cool is that? Yeah. Rock on. 
So connect with us, connect with the people that align with you, connect with your emotions, connect with who you are. Yeah. You're going to be unstoppable through adversity, whatever that is. There's no yeah. such thing. Honestly, you know, Lance, I, there's no such thing as adversity. To me, we have to create a non-resistance to bad things and an attachment to good things. And to me, when I do that, that is true freaking lifestyle of freedom. That is sure. true happiness. When I have non-resistance and non-attachment to anything that happens to me, then I can play. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, oh, that kind of failed and bombed. That's cool. I agree. <laughs> I fix that one. It's just a word. You know, it's a word. Yeah, that, it's just a word. It's yeah. perspective on what does it mean to you and how do you move through something that we've boxed Box. in as being challenging, right? Yeah. I actually call it adversity wellness. I don't even call it yeah. adversity millions. I kind of shift the energy a little bit. I'm like, it's just learning to tap into it. Yeah. Be friendly. It's call it a yeah. different name if you want to. I don't care. Like, but I just take it in, right? And I know you do too. And you almost start craving it, you guys, because what Lance said is true. I learned so much more from that. I get really resourceful and gritty and creative. Like, okay, that didn't work out. I just do, yeah. right? And it's just, you, you feel so confident, you guys. If you can do that, you can do anything, right? Yeah. Like, gosh, if I can get through, it just builds confidence. I'm a lot more confident the fact that I've been through a lot of different adversities and you could probably have too, you know, but yeah. I feel it and I feel really good that I can serve in a really cool way. <laughs> yeah, no. And I think everybody has their story of what they've been through and, you know, that is just as valuable as the next. And it's just about learning and understanding and creating awareness around your own personal journey. And we can't convince everybody to think the way we do. And people that do that get it wrong. It's really, the change starts individually with ourselves. And then when people see you coming from an empowered place of change, then it inspires them to do the same, right? Yeah. We, there's a lot of energy wasted on the externals. And like, you know, I did a post about this the other day. It's, it's like, it's so easy to take our valuable life force energy and everything and just put it out to the world and get so angry about everybody else instead of going inward and going, how can I, what can I do right now for myself to be better? But so many people don't want to look at that. They don't want to sit in silence. They don't want to journal. They don't want to feel, they don't want to do the things because it's easier to just point fingers at everybody else. But yeah. the funny thing is, is what happens when you start to do work on yourself, your environment around you changes, the, how you see things change you yeah. and the people, how they see you change it. Yeah. It's, it's a miracle. I can't explain it, but that's, yes. I, I, yes. I mean, when you navigate the depths of you, you guys, I mean, it's so true. Choose your heart. It's going to suck if you end up doing something yeah. that your body's aligned to. You feel like a piece of shit. Okay. Yeah. Or just do the hard work and sit with the emotion. I literally did that this past weekend. Like I said, my knee was bothering me. Like, I'm just going to sit with this. And I'm not kidding you guys, nothing else. I literally just sat for 10 minutes. All of a sudden, this essence of me, not what I was going to do next, ego, just, I'm like, I feel so awesome right now. I feel like I'm really awesome. Like, and I'm not, you guys, this is not cheesy. I, I literally was like, I got giddy about things I was going to be doing in my life, but not really thinking about where it's going. I was just like, wow, I love my essence right now. When you create space to digest some of the yuck, this space happens. Does that make, there's a space that happens that allows you to be objective in your being and looking at the outside world, the good, the bad, because now you're in your essence. You're like, you're feeling you and hold on to that. You guys, when you get through the noise and navigate the depths of, ugh, you're actually like, wow, 
I feel really, the word is me. It's your mm-hmm. essence. It, you want to always pull back into that, tap into that, especially throughout your work day. And it felt so good. And I literally just, I, I tell my clients, this, like, this is all you want me to do. I'm like, don't just sit, 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 sit. Well, I mean, no, just sit. <laughs> okay. You guys, it works. Your brain starts realizing it's safe to start exploring itself. The nervous system starts exploring itself and it gets out of that mess as negative as you call it. It's like, oh my gosh, that was not bad. Look at it. It's almost like climbing to the 14 or going, look at what I see now. It's the same thing, you guys. Your body's navigating that. And you guys' essence is so brilliant. When I see it, I can see it when I coach people. And I know you can too. And it's like, oh. They got it. Like I can see them shift. You know, I do a lot of NLP and sensory acuity. I'm like, oh, they have it. I'm like, stay there. Feel it. Close your eyes. What does that feel like? And it pulls them always back when they're in the in the, in the noise. Mm. The adversity, wellness, whatever it is, small or big, it doesn't matter. Pulls you back and just be. You guys just sit. I know you're busy, you have kids, whatever. We all have our quote excuses. I don't care. Set a timer. 10 minutes. Be. Just be. That's all I did. And I felt so much better. Not just better. I felt me i'm like gosh i'm so cool you know <laughs> just like, and that's where we need to be it doesn't mean we don't have things to work on you guys but when you can actually just get that that actually your value is just being it's not about all the stuff that you do ego <laughs> yeah. that's just a way of expressing yourself okay but being like i'm kind of cool without doing anything all that else is icing on the cake just fully expressing me in the ego state so that's what I would say. Be in your essence. Pause. Power in the pause. Just be. Nothing else. Nothing more. Just kind of be. And you'll find your, your body, your mind will figure it out. Life is in session, my friends. <laughs> it is in session. Do, do be active with it. It's in session. So it's actively working on you, right? So be in session with it and actively pursue your life. Actively evolve. <laughs> awesome. Where can we find you and learn more about you? Uh, yes, I'm the most active on, on Instagram at the Jennifer Watson. And if you guys have any questions on what we've talked about or just need some support, definitely don't hesitate to DM me. I love to support you guys and feel what you're feeling and move you through that space. I'm also active on LinkedIn at Jennifer Watson Leadership in both those spaces. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what you've got from this episode. I know Lance would too, but thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. <laughs> Love it. And I know that we're coming up for time here, but I just want to say thank you. That was, that was great. It was, I really appreciate it. Time flies when we're having fun, right? Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, everybody. Thanks everybody. If you guys aren't subscribed to University of Adversity, please go and subscribe wherever you listen to this. And if you want to subscribe to YouTube, we're all on YouTube full video version, go ahead and subscribe there. Hit that bell to stay notified. And if you guys want to support the show, go ahead on Apple. It's really greatly appreciated if you leave a review, tag us in a story, whatever you can, share this with a friend. And if you do support, want to support the work that I do, I've talked about it before, you can grab the $47 course called the Warrior Embodiment that I created, how to embody the true warrior spirit in all areas of your life. It'll change your life. Again, this course is going to be changing. It's going to be going out of price when my book comes out. So I would highly recommend grabbing that. If you do want to support this show and you have found value in the episodes in the past, this is your way to do so.
All right. Much love, everybody. Love you all. Stay safe. Stay happy. Stay true to your heart. We'll catch you next time.